It's Thursday, July 23, 2009. Honey, I shrunk the fish. Offshore drilling versus California's budget. Clean coal versus reality. Plus... I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. Tourism versus safety. You yell barracuda. Everybody says, huh? What? You yell shark. We've got a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, this is your Green News Report. You're going to need a bigger boat. Okay, I can't wait to get to the scary part. Is that first or is that last? <laughs> That's last. they will have to hang on. Desi Doyan, the green headline. Fish are shrinking, according to a new study published in the Journal of the National Academy of Sciences, and scientists are blaming overfishing and global warming. Researchers found that the average body mass of individual species has dropped 50% over the last 30 years, with a drop of 60% in the average of all species. 50% yes. drop over the last 30 years? Yes, That's they were studying fish specifically in the North Sea, north of England, and they said that global warming, the warming of the ocean temperatures, is affecting the body mass of fish. Wow, incredible. The findings underscore several earlier studies that show many species of fish have changed their habitat ranges and breeding patterns as the ocean warms, and the decline in body mass, they say, has serious implications for the fish's fertility and for the food chain. Holy cow. California's budget woes have led to a deal for more offshore drilling. According to the LA Times, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger revived a plan that had been rejected by the State Lands Commission over a year ago, leading to allegations of opportunistically using the budget crisis to end the ban on offshore drilling instead of looking Looking at other options, like, for example, charging an extraction fee like other states do, which California does not. We, so we charge no royalties for this offshore We get some all? royalties, but apparently there's also an extraction fee that some states charge that California does not charge that would have brought in additional revenue estimated to be up to $1 billion a year. But now, that would be new taxes on oil companies. We wouldn't want to do that. If the deal does go through, it would be the first new drilling off the coast of California since 1969, when a massive oil spill off Santa Barbara galvanized the environmental movement in the United States. Now, we've heard plenty about the concept of clean coal recently, and now a new study from Harvard for the first time calculates the road to widespread use of clean coal technology. They say it will take billions in funding and is still many years away. Now, first, some background. There is no such thing as, quote, clean coal. Coal is a fossil fuel with toxic waste byproducts that come when it is burned. Clean coal is a really vague term that these days generally refers to the concept of carbon dioxide capture and sequestration, where carbon dioxide from coal burning is literally captured and buried underground. No one has yet figured out how to do that on a large economic scale. So this new study out of Harvard called the Realistic Costs of Carbon Capture examined the economics of developing carbon capture and sequestration technology. And they say that even with billions in funding, it is still 10 to 15 years away and in the meantime would double electricity rates until the technology is mature. It's a fascinating study. People should check it out online so they can be fully informed about this idea. We have it all at greennews.bradblog.com. So during the campaign last year when uh, Barack Obama actually talked about being in favor of clean coal, and that was a clip that they used over and over again, the uh, coal industry uses still in advertisements. 
it's all nonsense. It doesn't exist at this it time. It does not yet exist. Now, there are small, small facilities that have been able to use geologic formations to pump the carbon dioxide into them. But uh, as yet, no one has figured out how to do it on a large scale that's not super expensive. One of the largest onion producers in the nation this week unveiled a new power source, Onion Juice. Gill Onions in Southern California supplies pre-cut onions to grocery stores and restaurants. And instead of disposing of their leftovers from the processing, the onion waste is dumped into an anaerobic digester in which micro Probes produce methane, which in turn generates electricity. Now, the company says this is a closed loop cycle that will save them over a million dollars a year on electricity and waste disposal bills. That's cool. So they're doing it for their own plant. It's not something that's yet widespread, the use of these onions. Other growers are looking at this as a way to save on electricity and to save on their waste disposal costs. Very cool. Environmental officials in the state of Missouri are in hot water after it was revealed that they withheld results showing elevated levels of dangerous E. coli bacteria at the very popular Lake of the Ozarks during the busy Memorial Day weekend. Oh, see, this one hits me where I live. I grew up in Missouri. I grew up going out to the Lake of the Ozarks every summer, and this one really ticks me off. They found E. coli out there, but they didn't tell anyone? They did not. Uh, in an interview with the Kansas City Star, the spokesperson for the Missouri Department of Natural Resources said, quote, business and tourism was a consideration. Oh, we didn't man. want to panic the people. Now, the report was withheld until after both the Memorial Day and July 4th holiday weekends, even after residents demanded to see the report. Now, the Missouri Attorney General is investigating because it violates the Missouri Sunshine Law, which means that once the public demands info, it is it must be released. And so they knew about this before Memorial Day. They knew about it before 4th of July. This is a huge lake. For folks who don't know, uh, a huge lake, a huge amount of tourism, uh, uh, boats, uh, water skis, swimming, everything else out there. The fact that they knew about this, that they withheld this information because of the holidays, that's why we played the Jaws stuff at the beginning. That's exactly what happened in Jaws. Of course, in this case, it wasn't a shark in the water. It was something perhaps more reminiscent of a scene from Caddyshack, if you want to think about that one. <laughs> but uh, incredible that they did not let the people know about it. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Oh, and this has been your Green News Report.